This episode is sponsored by Go Red, Journaling from the Heart. Join me for an in-person event Thursday, February 8th at 6 p.m. This experiential two-hour journaling event will allow you to connect deeper within yourself for a purposeful and intentional life. All are welcome. Come with an open heart and an open mind. Bring a journal and pen with you. We will explore the history and benefits of journaling, the many types of journaling, guided meditations to create transformation, journal prompts to open you up to your true essence, and learn and develop a consistent daily practice. I will leave the link below. I cannot wait to see you. Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I hope this new year, and it's coming to a close, is first month of the year, is going well for you. I don't know about you, but January has felt like a very, very long month. The kind of joke is, is that it's January 45th. Like each day is a month. I hope you're hanging in there, and I hope this year so far is bringing you all that you would like, your desires and your, and your goals and magic and manifestation. I know that we can transform each and every day. We don't need a new year, but like I say, might as well use the energy of this new year. I have been wanting to create this episode for you, and I've it's taken me some time because I wasn't sure how to go about it, and I'm always a little hesitant to share this because it brings up so many other questions, but I am really enthralled and excited to share my one year, actually one year plus now, alcohol-free living. And I just want to share a little bit of how I feel and know that it's always an ongoing process. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me. You can text message me and Instagram message me. I think the biggest question I get is, how did you do it? How did you do it? And then the other question I get probably more so than that is, well, how much were you really drinking? Like how bad was it, right? How bad was it? So I want to address those first. Let's address how bad was it or how much was I really drinking? First of all, I've come to believe and know that if anyone questions anything they do, but if anyone is already questioning their drinking habit, then they need to look at that, right? And alcohol is a very interesting thing. Alcohol has uh, mysteriously uh, kind of been in all our lives, some shape or form. And it feels like we have such a big spectrum, right? One end of the spectrum is, I have no problem. The other end of the spectrum is a thought of somebody on a street corner, homeless, or, you know, you know how it goes. But I really believe and know that if you question yourself about your drinking, then you need to look at the relationship with it. And that's what happened to me. Do I think I was drinking too much? Yes. 
Does it matter on the amount? And was my amount more or less than yours? I don't know. But I know that I didn't like my relationship with alcohol, and I definitely needed a better relationship with myself. And so a year in already, I can tell you that the physical benefits have been really transforming. Um, abstaining from alcohol, I, I really feel um, so much more high energy uh, every day. I'm clearer. I have lost a, a good amount of weight. I would say that that was with pretty easy, pretty easy, and a little bit, good amount, however you want to call it. Uh, feel better. My clothes feel better. I don't look swollen. I don't look puffy. My eyes look better. Um, I'm overall, the biggest thing for me is I love myself completely. And I always worked really hard on self-care, but the biggest part is really, truly loving myself. There's nothing like waking up with this overall energy and not feeling tired and sluggish, especially on a Monday morning. Waking up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Um, my skin has improved. My, my, it just feels clearer. Um, and, and I'll share something with you, which is a little embarrassing is I can't tell you for how many years I would fall asleep with my makeup on. Yeah, I know if you're out there, no judgment, but I just kind of fall asleep without my makeup on, with my makeup on, because I was just too tired. And now it's become another beautiful routine for me in self-care. I never fall asleep with my makeup on. Um, I do a nice, healthy self-care routine in my face in the evening and in the morning. And I, I really think it is a little correlated because you know, you just become a little bit lazy, you know, two or three glasses of wine and you're like, oh, I'll just do it in the morning, right? Um, but not anymore. But again, we always go back to, you know, do I have a problem, right? If you're asking yourself, do I have a problem? And I'm saying to you, you're the only one that knows if it's fitting well with you. If you have to ask yourself, do I have a problem? or question it, then it's time to look at it. Is it, is it really giving you anything good? Um, I can definitely tell you that I have never regretted not drinking. <laughs> I've regretted drinking, but I've never regretted not drinking. And I want you to ask yourself that. Have you ever regretted not drinking? Uh, probably not, right? And you know, and there is no health benefits at this point, so I'm not even going to kind of go down that road, but there's no health benefits in any amount of alcohol. You know, this whole thing of like red wine's good for you or this is good for you, it's not. So um, that's just the truth of it. And hopefully over time, the whole statistic of four glasses a week or seven glasses a week or eight glasses a week or whatever the norm, I'm using air quotes here, will change and people will make the changes, which I think they are for their own health and knowing that they want to be alcohol free. Um, <sighs> emotionally, it's been a game changer, truly. Um, it, you know, it, it tended to amplify the highs and the lows. And without it, my emotions are very stable. Um, again, I always thought I was pretty stable, but I notice now that it's just, calmer. It's just more stable. Um, I've found so many more healthier ways to cope with stress and anxiety. Um, and all my relationships have improved. I'm proud of myself. I feel good. 
um, the clarity and presence comes with that, that I didn't experience. And, you know, that emotional state, that balanced state just feels so liberating. My word for the year in 2023 was freedom. And I for sure feel a lot of freedom. Um, I've gone back to doing things that I missed and found things that I enjoy. And I'm always looking for more things to enjoy. I'm finding more joy in every little thing. I'm actually really enjoying reconnecting with old friends and relationships and really hearing them and listening to them um, without the alcohol. And and it's not about if the other person is drinking or not. I'm just present. I can enjoy the things I'm enjoying and be there 100%. You know, there's something to do with when they say like, it's an elixir for life or it gives you, you know, courage. But the thing about it is it's not real, right? It's it's a substance that we drink and put into our bodies that is like wrongly putting who we are, right? We know like the whole statistics of, you know, meeting people, dating people, relationships, right? Going to parties, right? It's like help. We think it helps us to be a better version of us, but it's really just not the version of who we truly are. <laughs> and unfortunately, um, don't even get me started, but really the media and for so long and advertising has made everything look better with it. Um, and I'm really hoping over time people choose for themselves. Again, I'm not like ever going to say, oh my God, why are you drinking? I'm never going to do that. I think it's a personal choice. But honestly, I do sometimes want to scream at the rooftop of how good I feel. I'm going to be honest with you about sleep. So sleep is usually one of the things everybody says, I sleep so good. I sleep so much better. Um, my sleep has never been great. Uh, honestly, since I turned 51, you know, with menopause. But the truth of the matter is, it was really worse. Um, I thought it was only because of that. But it really was because of the Chardonnay. So uh, my sleep is better. Um, it's not where I want it to be. And I'm working on that. But it's definitely better than it was. So I won't tell you it's amazing, um, like a lot of people want to tell you. Um, and then this one day at a time. You know, some people don't like that phrase, like one day at a time. I I like it. I've adopted it. Um, I've never gone to any formal uh, 12-step program, but I am completely an advocate of it. Um, I think it has such good... Th- it's good. I, I love the spiritual context. Um, and I'm not against it. I'm also not, not against it. Um, so I love the, the one day at a time because one day at a time for me is really all we got. You know, it's the Reiki principles just for today. So I don't have a problem with one day at a time. I like one day at a time. Right. And I like all the little, you know, slogans, you know, easy does it and keep it simple. And they all make sense. Um, and then kind of just stepping away a little bit and sharing a little bit of what I've been doing over the last year. Uh, and I want to share it with you because maybe something I say is helpful to you. So, you know, I love my daily spiritual routine. And over the last year, I have added really like devotional reading, spiritual reading in the morning. So every single morning I wake up with my coffee, of course. Coffee is, is the bomb. And, uh, I read from 
She Recovers, which is not just a book for recovery of, it's a recovery of anything, right? Recovery of perfectionism, workaholism, um, anything. And it's a beautiful book called She Recovers. It's a daily meditation book, a small book. I read one page a day and I just love Dawn's reflections. I'll leave the link below if you want that. I also just got the book, The Pivot Year, and uh, recommended by my beautiful Ditch the Drink friend, Heather Lowe, and I've been reading a passage a day. And then actually, I also read from, it's actually an AA reflection book. It's a tiny little book. It's a daily reflection. So I actually like that. So I've been reading from that, interestingly enough. Um, so yeah, I read from that. Then, um, sometimes I will listen to a like 20 minute podcast of Joel Olstein. That's kind of new. And then I reflect and journal on that. Anyway, I just wanted to share a little bit of my year so far, my new year and last year and reflecting on it just to share really from the heart of what's been going on. And, you know, really to wrap up today's episode, I, I just want to thank you for joining me for listening on this very personal reflection. I don't always know who's listening. And but I, I always think of that one person that's out there listening. And maybe this will hit home with you on some way, some shape, some form, some reflection. And however, this may come into your presence I, I value you and I appreciate you and I look forward to more episodes to go deeper this year. I'm hoping to bring more guests back for interviews, more meditations, of course, and to speak more and more about the beautiful connection of spirit and, of course, my journey along the way. So I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line, shoot me a text, meet me on Instagram. And I'm wishing you the most beautiful day ahead. Namaste.